Steve wants to know what's your story? Hey, Steve here, and welcome back to Steve Wants to Know What's Your Story. So, hey, it's been a few weeks, and I've missed uh, doing this. It's been a busy summer and uh, kind of gotten away for it for a few weeks, but hopefully I'm back to it every week moving forward uh, as I really enjoy doing this, and let's get back at it. So in tonight's episode, we're going to talk about uh, Steve Wants to Know What's Your Story is what's going on. So basically, what's up? So with me tonight, we've got Travis, Celeste, Randy, Nick, and Paige. Here we go. So um, we're just kind of opening this up tonight to uh, talk about just, you know, what's going on. Uh, 2021, the summer of 2021 is kind of coming to an end, and um, it's been kind of a fun year. It's been kind of a crazy year. And uh, I don't know. I'm going to start with Nick. So Nick, how was your, uh, your summer, and uh, what's going on? Well, I'd say it was a good summer, busy summer, definitely different than normal, but uh, I don't know, kick back, relax, and yeah. So a few of the things, obviously, you know, some beach time. I think you're back to school Plenty now, right? Yeah, back to school now. Yeah, yeah, but still spending plenty of time at the gym. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, seeing, oh, I know. I see the, you there for the times the I can make it. sometimes appearing in Seeing the results quite clear. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Awesome. So you've been back to school for how long now? A back couple to weeks? About two weeks now. About I'm two weeks? Going on week three now. And what year are you in now, Nick? My senior year now. Senior year. Last tour. Wow. Yep, I know. So uh, what are your thoughts to your senior year? Are you just kind of looking forward to it? You can't wait until it's over? Not ready, um, not ready for adulthood yet. No? to kick that can down the, down the road as long as I possibly can. Yeah, well, I can't, say, I, I can't say I blame you there. So, and Randall, uh, same Solid. with you. What, what, what's going on? What's his current status? Same, same, same stuff as Nick. I'm um, just kind of a year behind him, but uh, it's been probably like two weeks ahead of him school-wise and just been doing that. Uh, finished work a couple, about a month ago. Just doing some new internships, kind of getting back involved with the club hockey scene and uh, staying involved on campus. That's all you can really do right now, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been kind of a crazy summer, right? I mean, May and June was actually beautiful. July was up and down with the rain and sun. Like, it seems like every other day it was raining, drizzling, something like that. Um, and then August has been was spectacular, actually, a really nice month. And then now we're running into September, which actually turned out pretty good. So, um, so Travis, what's, what's your story for this summer and going into the fall? What, what's up with you? Uh, I've been doing a lot of work and four-wheeling, a little bit of golf. Uh, that's about it. That's about it. Working hard. Yep, always. Now you're still working pretty much remotely right now with the company you work for. Uh, for the most part, on the road, two three days a week. Yep. So you know that brings up a good question. Right? You get a lot of people working remotely. So I mean, kind of the jury's out on, you know, how productive is that? I know Celeste, you were, were working remotely pretty much full time before you went back. Maybe a month ago was it or? Beginning of July, I went back beginning of July okay and in your opinion what what do you see as the pros and cons of like being on campus where you work compared to sitting in a spare bedroom doing your work zoom (laughs) Zoom meetings in your underwear (laughs) (laughs) Um, being home I found uh, definitely more productive where there were no um, interruptions so could stay focused and get things done but uh, being on campus is great with being able to 
interact with students and it's definitely a more normal lifestyle or work style. Right. So, Trav, do you think the same thing? I mean, you, you were, you're working still a lot remotely, right, or from home, whatever, right? So, I mean, I, prior to COVID, I was just working from home. Um, my office has always been at home with this current job. But I feel that, if anything, when I am working from home, I tend to get more done. And I catch myself working till 6, 7 o'clock at night and realizing that the time flew by. Yeah, I, I kind of also find it, depending on your work ethic, right, because – and I'm not going to get into specifics or actually throw names around because I just would be wrong. But, you know, if you're going to work remotely, don't go posting pictures of you on your boat or snowmobiling or whatever, like at one in the afternoon, because it's just too easy for people just to just to freaking pick you out and say, what's up, right? I mean, there's a lot of, I know of a, of a lot of situations where, yeah, maybe some folks can get as much work remotely in four hours as they would in the office for eight hours, but I also know some folks at home just take advantage of the situation and uh, they might leave their laptop open and, you know, send out an email every hour or so just to show they're being active and stuff. But I get mixed feelings in the whole remote thing. I think that the personal touch being at work is nice, but I also get the part where remotely, if you if you are truly working remotely, um, we can actually get more done, right? And I guess it, a lot of it's dependent on what type of, type of work you're doing. I, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, anybody. Yeah, I think it's actually, I think it's like a cool opportunity for people to have the, like, be, the ability to be able to do that if they need to, especially with certain circumstances, like with COVID and things like that. But I feel like after COVID with states that are allowing you to be in person without a mask or a mask, that I feel like that should be kind of the more transition state they should be looking at nowadays versus staying at home unless it's actually needed versus like with Travis, he's on the road three days a week. So it kind of makes sense, but your job can be done in person i feel like it's more of a formal work environment and it's more appropriate but that's just my opinion so we'll, we'll, let's talk it on the on the schooling part of it right i mean you've all worked uh a school remotely um so i mean i think it's a little different schooling because in my opinion right it's just my opinion don't be looking at me like that celeste in my <laughs> i mean if you're not doing your work at home I mean, you're only hurting yourself, right? Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you're working for a company, once again, depending on what your job is, if it's you know project-based or whatever, uh, you got a timeline you're going to meet, then so be it if you're, if you're getting paid to that timeline. Um, but other than that, from a schooling perspective, I think it's a wholly different ballgame when you're schooling remotely, right? Well, and honestly, too, if it's work-wise, it's kind of just hurting your work ethic in the long run, too, because it's going to kill your drive to like want to be that guy that's next in line to take the next position, you know what I mean? If you're not working as hard every single day and you're sitting at home half-assing it, you know what I mean? You're not going to be pushing the limits to that next guy that wants a spot above you, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, once again, depending on the type of job, right? Yeah. I mean, so you can make a case for... Uh, for that in, in a number of ways so but school environment wise I just feel like if you're not really a an active student outside the classroom it's going to really hurt you in the long run um, if you're not actively doing your homework constantly or really following up on stuff because it's pretty easy to slide by online if you're taking specific classes and stuff like that that allow you to do that but well, yeah and I could see it for like for me when I was in school I was a visual learner learner whenever it came to certain topics and stuff like that they'd show us something some kind of physical object of this is how this works and that's burned into my brain yeah. me teaching myself 
I definitely don't retain it like I would in person. And I feel like there are obviously some topics that are going to be easier to teach yourself or learn more remotely versus like being in the classroom. But it's just finding that fine line of like what's going to be easier to do that. I don't know. Some people are self-motivated to sit in on the classes too when they're remote. Some aren't. So again, it depends on the student. No, I agree. So, I mean, one, one thing I didn't necessarily want to bring up, but it's the elephant in the room, right? It's, you know, what we've been through the last couple of years. Um, when you talk about, you know, you know, politics is pretty much behind us. And, of course, COVID has been a year and a half, two years going strong. Now the variants are out, this and that. If you had to kind of explain, and I'm going to ask each one of us to do this, if you had to explain what COVID personally has done to you for the for the better or the worse or both you know what what do you think that would be and uh, if you want me to while uh, you guys think this out because this these questions weren't like thrown out there ahead of this podcast this is just like this is just live live talking and um so I'll, I'll go first to me we and, and slice you and i talked about this yesterday i think it was where i'm actually pretty comfortable you know, we've talked about taking a trip to Florida, this and that. I'm actually kind of comfortable just kind of not necessarily just hanging around the house or a local community, but just our own state of Maine, right? I mean, we've taken a, a couple of local trips up to Camden, you know, Pemaquid Point. Um, we, we found this place last weekend, Cousins Island and, and Little John Island that we went out to. And it made us realize, like, all the cool places we have just here in the state of Maine, uh, I know we spend a lot of time at the beach house, whatever. We don't venture out as much as we'd like to. Okay, we got this awesome place down the beach. But I, I guess my point is I, I don't look to travel as much as I thought I would pre-COVID, if that makes any sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I just think uh, it's simplified our life that uh, we just find other things to do. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I feel like it's obviously caused me to slow down a lot as far as like going out and traveling as much and definitely made me I guess appreciate the little things in life that I never really thought about before like going to a restaurant on a Thursday evening when they used to be open and now they're just not open so it's definitely changed my changed my outlook on stuff a little bit I guess as no I, I I totally get it now how from a family perspective do you feel from pre-COVID to now that you've gotten to know your family better? And if so, is that good or bad? Um, has it been a good thing? I mean, from my perspective, it's been a, over here at this house, it's been a good thing. Uh, Cause we have, you know, the kids over a lot. Um, I mean, that's kind of one of the main reasons we, you know, did some remodeling here and stuff and uh, not really with that in mind with COVID and stuff, but that's the way things worked out. So we do a lot of entertaining here and stuff between friends and mostly family. And uh, it, it's worked out pretty good in, in that sense, having a large family and still being able to feel normal and uh, doing certain things. I'm not sure from your perspective what you feel on that. Yeah, no, I, I think it definitely was positive for myself and my family. I think it's at first, maybe felt like a little bit of forced family fun, but I think as like as time went on and we accepted that that's how it had to be, I think definitely caused us to appreciate the time together more, appreciate good health and the little things in life. So I think it definitely had some positives to it. Yeah, I can see how it was kind of awkward at first, right? I think yeah. I think it was the same here. Well, it was um, it was it was dramatic too. Like it, it dragged us out of everywhere in life. Like I was at college. Like my brother was at college. Like we. 
we were all living our own lives and then all of a sudden we all had to press pause. So it definitely was a huge change, but yeah, just, no, just, I, just I, a different time in life for sure. Totally makes sense. Paige, what do you think? Um, I was trying to say, so you said that like you live with a larger family. Yeah. Um, I'm an only child. So, so when I first came back, it was fun. Like everything was like, great. Like, Oh, I'm so excited to see my family and like my parents again. But, um, as time like went on, like, I mean, I'm like the only kid in the house. So I felt like kind of like a lot of pressure, like was back on me, like kind of back in high school. But, um, other than that, like COVID's kind of given me a lot of time to like think about the next step like I'm going to take in my life. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just there's a lot of positives and negatives that I've been able to take out. But I mean, I'm not like I don't hate that what's happened so far. Right. With it. But like, I mean, obviously I want it to get better. But so you felt I'm, so you felt you've probably felt some isolation at first, maybe just being the only kid at home. Oh, Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, no, I can totally get that. I mean, yeah, being, being an only child, even if there's a couple, I mean, yeah, we've been fortunate with the big family here. That was a benefit. I mean, that could have went just the opposite way too, you know what I mean? But, yeah. but it didn't. So yeah, uh, I'm glad my wife raised my kids like properly. Yeah. Because if they were all like, like me, it would have been a shit show. <laughs> that, yeah. It'd be a year and a half shit show here at the yeah, household. And that's, and that's, with circle. that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Paige, thanks for sharing that. Um, but you, like you said, though, you had a chance to, to, to look inside and kind of probably, you know, give a lot of thought. I know you just transferred schools and whatnot. Um, so I'm sure you used that time maybe to think a lot about this stuff. Yeah, or? yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, um, no, um, a lot of, like, I didn't work during um, this past summer, but a lot of, like, I did get um, time to <laughs> focus on what I wanted to do with school and like what where I wanted to like focus my major on and everything. But uh, I'm grateful for that. But. Yeah. <laughs> so you've made it through so far. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. well, so trudging along, but <laughs> <laughs> still here. For those in the audience, Paige has always been one of one of my favorites and always a fan favorite. So it's good to have you here oh, tonight. Oh, thank you, Steve. Oh. All right. So. Um, Travis, anything, uh, Randy, Travis, Celeste, anything more you want to add to that? No, yeah, kind of going off of like what Paige said, I thought it was kind of like a good time to kind of like hit the reset button and kind of focus inward and kind of see like what I wanted. To, I mean, I already knew like kind of like what I wanted to do, but kind of more focus and hone in on the more specific avenues I wanted to take. And I thought it was a really good opportunity to kind of look inward and kind of focus on those really specific things and work on stuff, whether it's personality wise like life structure wise whatever it was so i feel like it was good for me personally even though even though i am i would consider myself to be an extrovert but i feel like it kind of took out some of that like fomo feelings i had when like ever i wasn't if i was busy doing something and i couldn't be out with my friends or whatever i feel like that kind of pulled back on that feeling a lot so that was kind of good kind of focus on my doing my own thing nowadays Nope, totally understand. Celeste and Trav, anything more to add? Are we good there? I mean, for the most part, uh, I feel like COVID kind of sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you. And uh, I guess the only good part about it is the fact that I had more time to go out and do four-wheeling and golf and stuff like that where I got to get out in nature. But other than that, for the most part, it definitely sucked. Well, I, I, know, I know now if you go on Craigslist, eBay, or whatever – um, Facebook Marketplace, you see all these boats, side-by-sides, four-wheelers, motorcycles, all this shit that people bought for COVID. 
And now that, you know, fall and winter's coming, you're like, man, I don't know if I'm a boat person or a motorcycle person or a camping person anymore because there's a shit ton of stuff for sale now at a pretty good price if uh, anybody out there is interested in doing any of those uh, for next spring, next summer, and now's the time to buy, right? So did you ever get that feeling after one of your children? Like, I'm not a children person. <laughs> You're like, well, I'm kind of screwed now. Hello. Oh, shit. I got, I got two out of the house I married. I got three here. I said, no, I, <laughs> as funny as that may sound, um, it's not. No, um, no, we've been pretty blessed to have our kids here and uh, doing stuff together. Uh, Thank God there isn't an orphanage down the road you could have dropped me off. That's at. true. I mean, <laughs> personally, the other thing that, that stinks is dishes just suck. So, um, a lot more dishes for everybody home, and it, it just sucks, period. I got nothing more to add. You're just to that. letting them soak. Just letting them soak, yeah. I've heard that one before. And uh, yeah, we, we could do a whole podcast on just dishes. So, uh, how do you that, line them up in the dishwasher, right? How we line them up in the dishwasher? How much you got to rinse them before you put them in? No, serious so, question, though. Yep. Does the silverware go facing up or down? Up. Up, 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 for sure. What? I thought you always put the knives down, Celeste. I just toss them in knives there. Knives down. So <laughs> well, it's silverware, so you got you to kind of be more specific here. Any other utensil will get cleaned better up. Okay. I think, knives down? I think the knives up? down is just more of like a safety hazard. Yeah. yeah. No. Or like safety no, precaution, I guess you could say. there and cut your fingers. No, I'm saying like it's Pick better to put plate. it downward. I'm saying it's more of a safety precaution. So knives Hazard down, everything else up. Is that the general consensus? Okay, but the question is how much? How I know, I know your your thought process. It's more like a Nick and Page question. How much do you clean it before like you put it in the dishwasher? Like, obviously, you don't want like chunks of. I make sure that's spotless. Well, it, it depends on it depends on what you have on your dish, I guess. Okay. Maybe. Okay. You might well, have to narrow it down a little bit more. It's the amount of time and effort involved to take exactly. the food off the dish before it goes in well, the dish. Well, it depends dishwasher. how long it's been baked onto that dishboard. <laughs> because, like, there are some situations where I know some people, they need to, like, Paige over here needs to make sure, like, it's licked clean before you toss it in that sucker. And I it's like just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suggest it's clean before it gets clean. And oh, yes. help. So that's the way I've always looked at it is you clean the dishes before. Before they go in, not not a full scrub, but there's no food on them, I, and the dishwasher is more of a sanitizing. Yeah, process. yeah, like yeah, I would have to uh, kills the bacteria. I was also Would informed that it's bad for your dishes if they're too clean. So question mark. newer dishwashers, yeah. yes, I was require not require, but it's recommended to leave food on your plates. Older dishwashers, you do want them fairly Section clean. Section 4, subset C yeah. says. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. The new dishwashers do say that. Um, I don't want large chunks getting caught in my dishwasher, though. So I do rinse it without having to scrub it. Just enough to... This is quite a derailment from what have you been up it to. It is, but it's... This is a life-changing topic uh, dishwasher here. Yeah. Topic. She just doesn't want to find a full potato in the bottom of her dishwasher. <laughs> 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 I mean, you hide it somewhere. <laughs> freaking T-bone steak in the dishwasher. Okay, what about that COVID? No, but... <laughs> So, just to finish that off, I just rinse any loose particles off the plate. It goes in. It'll it'll take care of it, right? You just get it. Absolutely. If you're gonna go that, put that much effort into it, you might as well take another five seconds and finish it up. That's what I'm looking at. Okay. Page. Yeah, that, that's kind of true. <laughs> I don't scrub it with a sponge. Like my faucet has like a pretty pretty like powerful what's rinse. called nozzle mm, rinser. Nozzle. There's like two modes, and I put it on there. It's like. Psh- like right onto it, it gets most of it off. 
All right. I don't have a sponge action in Paige, there can you do that again right, for so there's me? No, there's no manual <laughs> labor. No manual labor except for that. Yeah. That's it? All right. I was trying to make sure that was the sound it made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't know. So, Travis, Randy, Nick, Paige, Celeste, what Andre, else is going on? What? I'm, 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 I'm calling you all out right here. All right. I want to see what you guys got going on. We're What's just new? trying to make summer last. That's kind of the mindset these days. The yeah. vibe. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. But and at the same time, I can't wait for winter. Well, Travis, you're into the winter sports between snowboarding, snowmobiling, and all that other good stuff, right? But uh, I, I, I have to say, though, I, I went through a phase, I think, a couple years ago where, you know, I think we had a pretty cold winter. I'm thinking, man. You know, I can understand why people go to Florida. Either they move down here full-time or they go down here for the winter, right? But as time has gone on, I talked to a couple of friends of mine that have retired. They live in Florida. And all you hear all the time is how hot it is and, you know, some of the different bugs and stuff they get to deal with. And uh, obviously, it's got its its pluses to it. But um, I kind of like the four seasons, you know? It's just not the same temperature or give or take in Florida, right? Uh, but I kind of like the four seasons. I mean, I might say something different. Yeah, we'll ask February, you in February how yeah, you can, feel like. We can ask you again in <laughs> January or February. And well, one, one, one thing that we've started doing again, is what we used to do a lot of, was skiing, right? Well, so when you start snow blowing your driveway at 5 a.m., just we'll, 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 we'll check yeah, back yeah, in. Yeah, we can ask you if you would prefer <laughs> to be playing bocce in Florida or going out to snow blow the driveway at 6 in the morning. I will yeah. agree with you yeah. that I couldn't <laughs> deal. I couldn't right. deal with a Christmas without snow. It's just... Yeah, it's I not the same. Christmas without snow. I'm just picturing you snow blowing at five in the morning and catching a newspaper in your snow blower <laughs> three times I in a row. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, well, that's kind of funny, right? The, <laughs> thank you, Bifford Courier, right? <laughs> so that happened. I'm like, and then, you know, the goodness of my heart, I go next door to do their driveway. And what happens? Like five minutes, 10 minutes later, another newspaper <laughs> in a snow blower. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, those aren't good times at five in the morning. Uh, I have to agree. Yeah, but as much as I do love winter, I love the four seasons that Maine has. And I explain this all the time to a lot of people who aren't from around here that we're actually pretty spoiled where not only do we have all four seasons, but we have access to beaches, lakes, mountains. I can, I've had times where I was at the beach one morning and I was snowboarding later that afternoon up at Sugarloaf. And the fact that I was able to do that and within three hours is something that a lot of people can't say they can do. No, that, that's true. I mean, if you look at the coastline of Maine, right? I mean, I, I can't remember how many islands, and but it almost looks like, like an octopus, all the tentacles that come out when you get up to Rockland. Where was it, Celeste, you and Christina went to uh, about a month Harpswell. ago? Hopswell. Hopswell. You know, Rockport, uh, Booth Bay Harbor. I mean, one thing, I mean, case in point, right, we always talk about taking a trip to, know florida aruba whatever because of the hot weather and the beaches and whatnot but when you think about maine right I, celeste and i were talking a number of times we, we want to plan a trip we've never been, been to bar harbor right so think about that people from around the world come to booth bay harbor bar harbor and stuff and we've never been to bar harbor we've been to booth bay harbor a number of times which is pretty awesome go um, haba 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 bob yeah if you're from maine you know what haba is that's for sure <laughs> but no there's so many cool things uh you know mom and i want to go and 
and like Niagara Falls and the Grand Canyon, a lot of stuff in the States, also the, the main attractions, if you want to call it that, uh, to see those things. But uh, we kind of want to uh, actually explore a lot more of Maine uh, in the coming months, in the coming years. So, oh, Travis, what what is that? It's a drink. Jameson? Right. It is not Jameson. Randy, can you pronounce that? La Farra. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that. Let's go around the table and get some more here. What, how's it, how do you pronounce that? La Farra Roik. La Farra. La Frog. How's that? It's a Scotch whiskey, by the way. That La, La Frog. I don't know. La Froic. <laughs> Lafroig. <laughs> <laughs> I like to write Lafroig. It is actually pronounced Lafroig. Hey, pretty close. What is it? Yeah. Co- say it again. Lafroig. Lafroig. Nice. Not Lafroig. Lafroig. <laughs> <laughs> Leftroid. What? <laughs> so it's um so it's good to have everyone around the table here tonight to just talking, I don't know, nonsense I guess and what's going on. Um, so a lot going on in the world. Um, which is a crazy time. So we have kind of a mix of, of folks here as far as, you know, when you look at the ages around the table, um, you know, you, you, you'll get my opinion and Celeste's. And, um, but I think we, in my, in my opinion, so I'm going to open this up for, for a conversation just for a few minutes here because we're approaching about half hour. So I was talking to uh, a good friend of mine at work the other day, and we were just talking about, you know, just the divisiveness in the country and stuff. And I'm not going to jump on either side of the divisiveness because um, it just creates more divisiveness by doing that. So uh, I'll, I'll definitely refrain from that. But the discussion was about just the divisiveness in the, that's being created in the, in the country, uh, I think, for everybody, whether you're, you're, you're in a young kid or a young adult or an older adult like Celeste and I are. And we were talking about just the uh, the misinformation. You know, people say fake news, this and that, but just the fit misinformation that we get on a daily basis. Because uh, in my once again, in my opinion, news is not news anymore. Now, I'm not. I don't care what station you're talking about. Doesn't matter. Because um, all of them, I think, are giving us misinformation, and it's really hard to really uh, dig down and, uh, and 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 find the truth. Right? You have to really do some research. Uh, if you want to try to get to the bottom of, you know, what what's really going on. And in some cases, you just really can't. And you got to kind of um, go with your instinct or your gut as far as, you know, right, wrong uh, on how you feel. Um, so what I tell people, it's like, you know, you're not going to change on a national level. You're not going to change what's, what, what's going on. Um, you're just going to create more divisiveness by engaging in some of these stupid discussions. But... In the meantime, what we could do is your local communities, your families, your friends, your neighborhoods, you can make those a better place. Uh, that's something you can control on a daily basis. And the attitude that you project out there amongst your coworkers, friends, family, whatever, I think can make all the difference in the world and uh, hopefully get us through whatever you want to call this funk that we're going through for, I'm not sure how long it'll be, hopefully not long. So. A little long-winded on that one, but that's how I feel, and I don't know if anybody wants to throw anything Divisiveness or not, I want to see ex-president Donald Trump fight Joe Biden. Yes. I will spend my life savings to what see that fight. Pay-per-view? <laughs> pay-per-view? What? A, a Biden-Trump, like, yeah. like, celebrity match you're talking about? Yeah. Death match or you something? You didn't hear this on uh, the most, like, recent networks and stuff talking about how 
uh, President Trump was saying he wanted to take down Joe Biden in a fight. No, I didn't. <laughs> How'd, so, we, so from my understanding, uh, from my understanding, uh, ex-president Donald Trump was asked if he could fight anybody, who it would be, and he expressed his feelings that it would be uh, President uh, uh, Biden. So, and they asked, uh, "Why? Why is that?" And he said, "Well, I think he would go down pretty quickly." So. I'd like to see the smack the talk. Exact words were, I think he would go down very, very quickly. <laughs> very, very quickly. And I, I it just... It would be amazing. It'd be huge. <laughs> see, it would just be beautiful. Beautiful. And I would just... I Honestly, I would love to see that fight. And I think anybody on this planet would I love think, to see it. I think it. the whole nation, I think the whole world would watch that one. Now, when we're, when we're talking yeah. a fight here, are we talking boxing or UFC? We're talking... UFC style. UFC style. I just want to see anything goes just, pretty much. Just fi- fist of cuffs, baby. No groin shots and you're good to go, baby. I, th- I just think a celebrity uh, match or death match. What do they used to call that? Celebrity death match? Yeah. <laughs> I think that, that would be the way to go. I want behind the mics, I want Joe Rogan and Barstool Presidente. Nobody else. That's it. Oh, Snoop Dogg got to be three. Oh, yeah. Okay. Be three of them. Let's okay. throw Snoop Dogg in there. And Chuck Norris, of course. Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe Mike Tyson. Get a little slur in the background. My Tyson. Speaking of boxing, it looks like uh, Holyfield is trying to get back into a fight again, which is insane. So on an, on a lighter note, um, well, that was kind of a light note. I started doing frozen pizza reviews last night. Uh, for those of you who haven't checked that out on my Instagram, uh, Facebook account, uh, we're going to be doing another one tonight. Uh, so stay tuned on that. And it all has to do with... Um, uh, you know, everyone knows how Boss Tool Sports Dave Portnoy has started doing. He's done over seven, eight hundred pizza reviews. Um, he's coming out with his own line of frozen pizzas, and he just rated his own frozen pizza as a ten. A lot of people called bullshit on that, and I guess he came back and rated it as a nine nine. Uh, so last night we started with the um, the Red Baron frozen pizza. That was a six four. So we're gonna baseline off that. And when Portnoy's Pizza comes around to the local Walmart, because I think that's where they're going to be distributed uh, come October, uh, we're going to be more than happy to grab one of those and give it a true rating, and uh, hopefully it finds its way to him and uh, get some conversation going here. So um, that's all Steve-O has for tonight. Uh, Good to engage uh, with these folks here on uh, the goings-on of 2021. Still a few months to go until we hit 2022 and see what that brings. Uh, before I sign off, any any last thoughts uh, from the team here? Yeah, uh, Travis, Steve-O wants to know. What's your story? Steve-O wants to know. What's your story? What's your story? What's your story? Steve-O wants to know. What's your story? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so signing off, steve wants to know. What's your story? So stay tuned. Love you all. Good night. And once again, a shout out to uh, Latelia of Remax Realty One uh, for sponsoring. And uh, stay tuned for next week. We'll try and make this a weekly thing. So once again, we love you. We'll see you the next episode. Debo wants to know, what's your story?